to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. When you're talking about eating for life, you can't eat wholly healthy without speaking to the topic of seasonal eating. And this thread of truth, the need to eat seasonally, runs through the food patterns and the medicine of traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda medicine, I mean, um, and just cultural traditions as well. And why? Because historically speaking, up until you know, pretty recently when you think about it, we had to eat seasonally, you know? And um, what the research is showing, which is very, very interesting, is that we have within us certain um, cycles that are supposed to happen inside of our body that is connected to our external environment. And that should really not be that surprising, but certain functions in our bodies are upregulated and downregulating depending on the time of year. We are very much like every other mammal on this planet where when it's cold weather, like our winter seasons, we go into more of a hibernating state. And when it's the warm weather season, sunny, we go into a more energetic state. And those states require different nutrients in d- at different times and, and prepared in different ways. I find it quite interesting when we speak, for example, of Ayurveda, they speak of imbalances that can occur in the body, in the tissues of the body starting in the gut and then if they persist over time spreading to the uh, the rest of the tissues and which tissue it spreads to depends on your genetics like the weak link of your chain so but the disease generally starts in the gut according to ayurveda medicine and the same thing with traditional chinese medicine and functional medicine so i just find that very fascinating and hippocrates right all disease begins in the gut and when it comes to seasonal eating what this manifests is that when you um when you go into when you go from the summer into fall for example fall um for those who live primarily in the northern hemisphere but also some places in the summer southern hemisphere is it's generally like colder drier and lighter like a lot of wind a lot of dryness dry leaves dry t- dry trees right the weather's kind of cold and mobile and dry in Ayurveda, they speak to the idea that like aggravates like. So if you were to continue eating your cold, dry foods, so that's like your salads, right? Your raw vegetables, your leafy kales and your greens and your and your carrots and all those things. If you're eating like salads over the summertime and you continue to eat that way into wintertime uh, through the fall, you can actually cause an imbalance in your tissues because you are adding dry cold, crunchy foods during a time where already your body's overwhelmed by an environment that's dry, cold, and and kind of crunchy, right? With the crunchy leaves. And in the wintertime, when our body requires um, more energetics to keep us warm, the body needs those like root vegetables, like those dense, you know, underground vegetables like sweet potatoes and those um, seasonal vegetables like cauliflower and, and those sorts of, and cabbage and those sorts of things. And they need to be cooked with oil so that they're warm, heavy, and moist to compensate for the 
um, cold and dry of the wintertime. So it's like you're balancing your tissues inside in relation to the environment. And what's interesting is that Mother Nature provides at that time when you need a certain kind of food, that's Mother Nature provides it to you. So eating seasonally, you're more likely to eat according to what Mother Nature's laws are applying to your own body. But the Ayurveda sciences, which is about 5,000 years old now, speaks to the additional attention to how that food is prepared. In, in the wintertime, you, you, the idea that you want to counteract the cold and the dryness with warm, moist, oily foods. The other thing about eating seasonally is that you're more likely to eat vegetables and fruits, for example, that are, have been grown in your um, environment, like in your local farms, for example. And there's interesting line of thinking that is supported by research by certain kinds of research where the minerals in that local area are and the uh, sunlight and you know uh, are more in line with what your body needs because you're living in that environment so the fruits and vegetables that grow are grown in your environment have the nutrients that you need by virtue of living that in that environment okay and that's very fascinating to think about. So yeah, like if you're, if you're in the middle of winter and you're getting like a banana from, you know, South America or an avocado from a warmer temperature climate country, that food is really out of alignment with what your body's experiencing at that time in your local time zone. Okay. So according to Ayurveda, that can cause imbalances in the body. Um, and if you continue to do that over time, those imbalances can be can start to affect different tissues and, and result in different conditions. Like as an example, osteoporosis is an interesting one because osteoporosis, when you think about when Ayurveda speaks about the elements available in osteoporosis, is that osteoporosis is basically bone full of air. It's missing minerals, so it's very air. Like you know, it's not dense and heavy. You want your bones to be dense and heavy. And they speak that someone who were to continue to eat salads like throughout the year. Um, not occasionally cycling through the dense and heavy and like the moist and oily foods will eventually develop an imbalance of air. So too much air in the body and in the bones that could look like osteoporosis in the brain that could look like Alzheimer's. Like, you know, when, when Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or dementia, usually the brain shrinks, which means that there's um, less tissue and more air. So I find that fascinating actually. And, um, one of the main researchers in Alzheimer's, Dr. Dale Bredesen in the U.S., he's very, very um, into that research and, and he's just doing phenomenal work. He's reversing Alzheimer's. So if you're listening to this and if you have a family history of Alzheimer's or if you have a loved one with Alzheimer's, please um, buy and read the book, uh, The End of Alzheimer's by Dr. Dale Bredesen. It will blow your mind. It will change your life. And what I found fascinating is that he published a study in a journal, in a scientific journal, where he drew comparisons between the different categories of Alzheimer's that he's discovered with his research team, which is fascinating, with different categories of Ayurveda imbalances. And what he found was that Ayurveda speaks of different constitutions that you're born with. And when you have um, an imbalance developed towards something like too much air, like an air is vata. The, the vata dosha, the vata imbalance, the air imbalance in Ayurveda, certain diseases will tend to occur like Alzheimer's. And he explains the three different ways you can get to Alzheimer's through the three different types of constitutions in Ayurveda, and that the predominant imbalance for these constitutions is towards a vata dosha imbalance, 
and he provides ways to treat it according to those constitutions so that it's a personalized approach to treating Alzheimer's based on that. And I mean, he's developed many different approaches based on his own classification. But when he came across Ayurveda, it struck him how these categories and classifications were so similar to what he was seeing that he was inspired to write a paper and publish it. And I just love it when there's that intersection between cutting edge science and ancient wisdom. It just floors me. You know, I love it. So I I found that very interesting. So basically what it comes down to is that your body has certain abilities of digestion also throughout the year. One really interesting research in mammals in deer they, they are able, I mean, in mammals, you can just do more invasive studies, right? You take a sample, a biopsy, like a piece of tissue from the gut and, and analyze the microbiome much more easily um, in, in humans, which is why there's more studies in animals than in humans. But um, what they found in deer was that when you look at a deer, you see that they eat certain things over the year. So they eat like leaves on one uh, sometime a year and then roots and, and, and twigs at another time of year. And Um, And they cycle through the year naturally. They just, you know, because they have to, that's what's available in nature. But when they took these deer and they gave them uh, winter winter food during summer, summer food during winter, these deer got very sick. Their their gut health was impacted. Okay. Um, Their microbiome was, was impacted negatively. Um, The, the, you know, it's, it's just so fascinating. So, um, and there is a question that arose in my mind when I came across this research, like, are we inadvertently um, uh, injuring our, our gut and our digestive system when we eat the same thing throughout the year without paying attention to um, those seasonal cycles? And interestingly, for women, there's a monthly cycle. For men, there's a little bit. Um, I mean, men are affected by the cycles of the moon as well. That's why they have the word lunatics, you know, moon, lua, luna. Um, and <laughs> there's more admissions to hospital um, emergency departments when it's a full moon. That's been scientifically documented. So we're all affected by the moon. But women's hormones are particularly affected by the moon. And I'll do a full talk on that uh, later. But what you'll find is that when you're, when you're let's say you're menstruating and you're nearing your, t- your menstruation point, women tend to need more um, healthy sources of carbohydrates like um, sweet potatoes and white basmati rice and, uh, you know, those kind of carby vegetables like carrots and that kind of stuff. And usually when they're cooked, you know, and and dense with oil and and some kind of protein because our ability to create um, certain hormones go down during that time and we need to compensate by changing our nutrition um, and so, for example, that's why women who try to do the ketogenic diet with like really cutting down their carbs and they do it even through their menstruation, they tend to have lots of issues with their menstruation. And it's when they reintroduce um, cyclical eating, like eating cyclically according to the month, like at certain times of the month, they increase their healthy carbohydrate intake, they do better. So there's, um, there's cycles in life. There's cycles like, you know, young to old. There's cycles in the year, there's cycles in the month, and there's cycles in the day. Like if you eat your protein in the morning, um, you tend to, that protein tends to be, there's like a protein rhythm, they say, and that protein tends to be better utilized for creating muscle. Um, And our digestive power is biggest at noon. So if you're going to eat really heavy foods, um, um, it's good to eat it at noon. And at the evening, it's our lowest digestive power. 
um, because we're not supposed to be digesting as we sleep. So you're supposed to eat like a lighter, um, less heavy meal in the evening, which is totally different from our Western culture, uh, which is interesting in Brazil. Again, um, the place where I was born, um, we always had like a moderate breakfast, a really big lunch, and then a very light dinner. That was what I grew up with. And then as soon as we moved over to Canada, we switched it right up. There's the cycles, the cycles of life are necessary, I think, to honor, to, to, you know, rediscover and to reintroduce as something that we honor and that we pay attention to in our lives. Because the more that we can go with that flow, the less that we will have body stress, the less body stress we have. And when we have body stress, that affects everything. That also affects our mental stress. Because when the body is stressed out, the mind is stressed out. And you may not make that connection. Like, why am I feeling so anxious and kind of depressed in the wintertime? You know, like, why am I feeling like so lethargic and slow, low energy when winter comes? And, you know, uh, there's probably a lot of reasons. Like, you might need more vitamin D and you're lacking sunlight. But I can guarantee you that part of it is that there's a certain way of eating in the winter to better support your systems during that time. taking the time to listen to this podcast wild wisdom with dr patricia mills if you like this podcast please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly thank you and i hope you have a wonderful day evening or night hi everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 